Want to go to our phone lines? Joining me on the phone is Congressman David Kustoff, ahead of a State of the Union address. Good morning, Congressman. How are you? Good morning. Thank you very much for having me on this morning. It's uh, be a very uh, be a very interesting day to see uh, what the president wants to say and how I guess conciliatory he may be to Republicans now that we have a Republican. House Speaker and a Republican majority in the House of Representatives. Now, real quick, before we jump into what we expect to see in that speech or what we don't expect to see in that address, I don't expect congressmen to see Speaker McCarthy rip up the president's speech tonight. Now, I know you know him. I don't expect him to pull a Pelosi, regardless of what's inside. That's right, Ben. He, uh, Speaker McCarthy has pledged, he actually did pledge, that he would not rip up Biden's speech like Pelosi did with with Trump's speech in 2020. Um, just really a, a certainly a classless a classless act on on her part. You know, uh, I'm I'm a Republican. I'm a member of Congress. I want to hear I want to hear Biden's message. I mean, to me, I think about what I hear from from people at home and throughout Shelby County and West Tennessee. And, you know, when you think about security now at this point, you think about the national border, mm. uh, the southern border, you think about China, and uh, you think about the national debt. And on all three issues, the Biden administration is, is absolutely abdicated and failed. I mean, we know the situation of the uh, the border now compared to two years ago when President Trump was president, the, the number of apprehensions and the number of gotaways coupled with the, the drugs and the fentanyl that's coming across the southern border. We all know, especially after last weekend, all the issues relating to China and that uh, that deteriorating relationship and the view that apparently that China has of us, and then better our national debt, over $31 trillion and climbing. And, you know, I, I look at the same polling that you look at from the Associated Press and and, and ABC News. People, people are, uh, don't, they don't feel good about this country. I mean, when you, when you look at, at only 22% of the people want Biden to run for a second term, I think that tells people something. Yeah, I, I we talked about that poll this morning. I mean, that is just unprecedented numbers. Now, it's interesting because you'll see different invited guests who highlight different topics that the president is going to address tonight. And one of those is the economy. And First Lady Joe Biden, she's invited a couple gr- uh, guests that will highlight the president's frequent pitch that he makes, which is that the employment rate is at a low 3.4%. Now, is that a fair snapshot of this economy, Congressman? Because I'm just thinking this morning of all the small business owners here in the Mid-South that I've talked to that are grappling with this bad economy. Yeah, people don't feel good about the economy. And and case in point, uh, this is from ABC News. Here's the headline. Record numbers of people are worse off, a recipe for political discontent. And it says it goes on to say that four out of ten Americans say that they, they've gotten worse off financially since Joe Biden became president. So it, it's, it's what people know and, 
and how they feel. And, and they know what they're what they're paying for when they go to the grocery store and what eggs cost and uh, everything else when they check out at the grocery store compared to a, a few years ago. They know about their energy cost. They know what their 401ks look like compared to just a, a few years ago and, and what the what it cost to buy everyday goods, whether, again, it's groceries or they need to buy appliances or a new car or used car. Uh, their wages haven't kept up with the rate of inflation. So Biden may come in and say inflation's slowing, but it, it's still not. It's still way above the Fed's target rate of, of, uh, of 2%, which is why the Federal Reserve, including last week, continued to raise the cost of borrowing, which means the interest rates that we all pay on our loans and our credit cards continue to, to go up. People do not feel good about the economy, so he can stand there tonight and say whatever he wants to, but the American people know how they feel. Hmm. According to Axios, President Biden and his speechwriters are scrambling to rewrite portions of his State of the Union address following the Chinese spy balloon that you just mentioned that traversed the country for a few days before it was shot out of the skies off the East Coast. Now, they are that's going to be a tough one to spin first and foremost. But if they can spin this, as we heard the Biden Pentagon say that under the former president's administration, there were three of these spy balloons. If that's true, and then we have bigger problems because you have the Pentagon purposely not telling President Trump of spy balloons. How do you expect this to play out in the next couple of days? Well, let me go backwards for just a moment. I, I've heard former Defense Secretary Esper, President Trump's Defense Secretary, and John Radcliffe, who was the Director of National Intelligence under President Trump, say publicly that they knew nothing about any Chinese spy balloons that came into the U.S. under President Trump's administration. So that's that's a different issue. I think the, the issue we all have got to focus on is the Biden administration, number one, they knew about this this spy balloon before they released the information to to us to the to the American public, and I think that should be concerning. Secondly, when when we think about homeland security, and sometimes we get uh, we may get a little bit lax. We we all know what we felt like after nine eleven when when we were violated, but when would uh, the attacks occurred in New York on the World Trade Center? And on the Pentagon, and we were we were hypersensitive to protecting our homeland security. We've seen that deteriorate certainly at the at the southern border over the last two years. But this balloon should be a it should be a wake up call. And uh, and there's no doubt that that Biden and his homeland security department did not have us ready and. And then I think the question that we all want to know, because I hear it a lot, is why did the administration, number one, why did they not alert us the fact that this balloon was, was over our homeland? And secondly, why wasn't something done about it prior to, uh, to when Biden finally on Saturday ordered it to be shot down? And, we, we, and, and let me say, we certainly commend our military for, for taking control taking control and command of that. But 
there are a lot of questions, and it's not just coming from Republicans, Ben. That these mm-hmm. questions come from Republicans and Democrats, both in the United States Senate and in the United States House of Representatives. Will Will Biden say anything about that tonight? Will he address these concerns, or will he gloss over them? Want to get your reaction to this before I let you go? I know. Uh, different people have the option to invite different guests. We talked about that. I know the president, his wife, has um, invited the mother and stepfather of Tyree Nichols, which has just been such a devastating and terrible story that took place and really gripped the city of Memphis as their guest. Now, they will be using this as a chance to talk about police brutality, changing the way we do policing across the country, not just in Memphis. Want to get your reaction there. And then also, who are you inviting to sit in the House balcony as you watch yeah. the address tonight? You know, I think every you know everybody's probably seen the the terrible video of uh, the beating and the, and the ultimate death of Tyree Nichols. And everybody should be everybody should be concerned. I, I, I think we we've, we've got to be careful and separate that from the fact that um, the overwhelming majority of law enforcement in our community and in our nation, they are good men and women who literally put their lives on the line to protect us each and every day. So we've we've got that issue. We've also got the issue of rising crime, as we know, in in Memphis and really across the country. And we don't want to – we want to make sure that, that those that those officers, that they'll be punished, and we know that the district attorney has issued charges. We know that the the United States attorney in the Western District of Tennessee is looking at civil rights charges against those those officers. But at the same time, we want to uh, we want to incentivize good men and women to protect us in, in our community. So my guest tonight is going to be uh, Mike Keeney. Mike is the chairman of the Memphis Airport Authority, and he serves uh, a lot of other different roles throughout our community, and I'm glad to have Mike with me as my guest tonight. Oh, very neat. Well, we appreciate you spending your morning with us, Congressman. Appreciate you being a friend to the show. I know our listeners always love when they get to hear directly from their representative. All right, enjoy the speech. We'll touch base with you following and get your reaction. That sounds good, Ben. Thank you for for having me on this morning. Sure do appreciate it.